I am Travis Brown with the Eagle alongside Robert Cessna, and we're here at SEC Media Days in Atlanta, College Football Hall of Fame. It's talking season, getting ready, uh, getting underway here in Atlanta. Cease, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, we had Missouri, we had Ole Miss, we had LSU today. What were some of your key takeaways from uh, the conversations with those coaches and players? From those three teams, obviously, we want to focus on Ole Miss and uh, LSU, not only because A&M plays those teams, but they also play them at home. When you think about it, A&M only has three home SEC games, and those are those two teams. Uh, you know, Kelly, obviously, adjusting to LSU. Everybody wonders how he's going to do after he had success at Notre Dame. Kiffin, of course, couldn't come two years ago because of COVID. Uh, he's had gr great success there quickly in Ole Miss. So, and Kiffin is very funny, uh, very entertaining. So it was, it was fun to hear what they had to say. I talked to a couple of LSU players and, and uh, Ole Miss players. Of course, they're excited about coming to Kyle Field. But as far as that's concerned, and then, of course, uh, Commissioner Sankey's talked today. I think the main thing about him was, A, he talked about SEC's already a super conference. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, you know, he said they're going to stay at 16, but he didn't rule out the deal is if there's teams out there, obviously, he said they're going to be a leader, not a follower. Kind of, kind of alluded to that. And then the fact is everybody wonders how the schedule's going to be. Is it going to be an eight-game uh, schedule, a nine-game schedule? He said, what about a ten-game schedule? Then he goes, I just want to see you guys looked up from your computer. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's not going to be a ten-game schedule. But I think one of the interesting uh, uh, things today that everyone talked about was NIL. And I know you've fallen the NIL very closely at the Eagle. Talked to a lot of people even before we came down here. So I know you're intrigued by some of the thoughts of what, what, what happened today with NIL. Yeah, the thing that actually caught my attention the most was the fact that I think everyone has said if NIL is going to be standardized, of course, that's the thing that Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher were ultimately kind of quarreling about is that they want standardized NIL laws instead of the 28 different law states that have laws currently uh, right now that allow different types of NIL compensation and players and coaches to do different types of things. Everyone wants it uniformed. The most natural, logical expectation of what could happen would be that the federal legislation comes in. Congress passes a law, passes guidelines similar to what the states have done, and then everybody can follow that law. But with all the things that are going on in the government right now, whether it be the war in Ukraine, whether it be inflation, whether it be the midterm elections, college athletics isn't really high on a lot of people's radar, understandably. So what they have done is they have had conversations to maybe start uh, lobbying, talking to, having conversations with the state legislatures within the Southeastern Conference uh, so that maybe they can have uniform laws within the states that encompass the SEC so that you don't necessarily have these quibbles between SEC coaches because everyone, at least in the SEC, is playing by similar rules. Yes, does some people, some kinds of laws have different recruiting or different advantages to players and, and maybe you could recruit players with better, more favorable NIL laws, yes, but it's also the SEC, and as he said, they're already a super conference. Players want to come here anyway, so, if everyone's playing by the same rules, it seems to be like a no-brainer. Now, we're talking politics, so whether that can sort itself out um, ever, both either at the federal level or the state level, is yet to be seen. It's something that uh, I asked Lane Kiffin about, and he wasn't too sure, kind of said it was above his pay grade, but 
um, something needs to happen. There needs to be some kind of movement. Uh, and that seems to be like a, an interesting pro way to be proactive um, in this situation. Before we go, the other interesting A&M note of today when we were talking to A&M uh, coaches and players was Max Johnson, the transfer from uh, LSU quarterback that uh, uh, has a shot to be the starter for A&M. I know you were going around talking to some of the players a little bit here, what they had to say about Max Johnson. What did you glean from those conversations? Well, it's funny is they all say what a great guy he was on and off the field. They talked about his character and how gritty he was. Uh, I'll have to go back and look at my notes. One of the guys said, you can knock him down time after time after time. He's going to get up. One of them said, uh, there'll be no trash talk, and he'll probably just laugh knowing me. And he said, I'll talk to him after the game. But they were all very complimentary of Max Johnson, wish, wished him the best. And, uh, you know, I think A&M knew they were getting that kind of guy. And that, that's the, to me, that's a transfer portal these days. Everybody's looking. All these coaches talked about their transfer portal. It's just like a trade. You make trades and you move on. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see if Max Johnson can earn that starting role because two of the players, one of the players was defense, uh, the, the defensive end, albeit a lot, what a, I'll mispronounce his name, but he said that he wouldn't talk trash to him. He said, you know, I think they respect each other too much. Yeah, I said he'd go give him a hug after the yeah, game, yeah. even though he wanted to sack him. Uh, well, be sure to check the uh, eagle.com, aggiesports.com, for continuing coverage here from the uh, SEC uh, media days. And also a little bit more on the two Aggies that were selected in the MLB draft today from the A&M baseball team. So we'll be here all week in Atlanta. Continue to check the Eagle, uh, theeagle.com, and we'll see you tomorrow.